This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Thanks for being with us this morning. Well, last week at this time, we were talking about an evacuation order that had just been put into place for the entire city of Williams Lake. We checked in with Walt Cobb, who is the mayor of Williams Lake. Well, Walt Cobb is joining us once again to bring us up to date. Mayor Cobb, thank you once again so much for coming on the program. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, what are things looking like today? Ah, uh, they're looking pretty good today, right now. Anyway, uh, very little smoke. Uh, I can see some blue sky. The wind is not too bad. So, yeah, it's uh, a lot different than it was a week or so ago. Well, that is uh, some good news. Uh, we were talking about uh, one week ago the convoy of people, the stretch of cars that uh, were leaving Williams Lake. Uh, any idea when people might be able to come home? Well, we're hoping within the next few days we'll be able to uh, have that convoy come back home. (laughs) And obviously that depends uh, on on the fire and such. Uh, You mentioned you can see a bit of blue sky. Uh, How are are things uh, such as air quality in the area right now? Well, the last last two days has been good. Um, So I think yesterday it was two. So that's a little different from 36. Definitely. Uh, is it still smoky, though? or, or no, 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 I can see a little bit of smoke down the lake, uh, but no, yesterday yesterday it was really good, and it looks like it's going to be good this morning. The breeze has helped. It, you know, it's blown it out of the valley, but it's still around us. Uh, there's still fires all around us, so it's... Uh, we're not out of the woods yet, so to speak. Uh, when we were chatting last week as well, we, we had talked about how the fire had jumped the Fraser River and, and cutting off uh, much of the, the routes in and out of Williams Lake. Uh, what will it take as far as the fire that's still burning or the fires you just mentioned that are still all around? What needs to change before people will be allowed back? Well, that one fire that, that jumped the road or caused the evacuation is the one that still still is... Uh, they have... N- no percentage under control. Uh, the good thing is that it it has moved away from us now, so it 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 hasn't moved towards us in the last two days. So uh, it's yeah, it it there again. It's up to the weather. If the wind turned around and we got a big wind and came this way, we'd be back to square one. Uh, have you been hearing from people questioning that or wondering why they've they've not been able to come back sooner? Uh, yes, I mean, I'm, we're doing media releases all the time on, on the conditions and, and what has to be done to get us back in shape. Uh, we've, we're almost there. Uh, the, the last thing left to do, actually, is, is this weather and, and what it's going to do. We have the, the emergency room at the hospital is, uh, should be back up and running, ready to go on Monday. Uh, some of the growth we've allowed some of the people to come back to get our grocery stores open, gas stations. Uh, one of the drug stores has agreed to come back and, and open up. So we're in the final stages of, of being ready. Uh, as soon as we get the clearance on the, the fire itself, I think uh, we will be able to bring people home. That is uh, good news, definitely, for the residents. Uh, what has it been like? You've stayed there. You've been there. Uh, you've been uh, touching base with crews uh, and keeping tabs on things. What has it been like being in Williams Lake while the evacuation order is in place? Oh, it was a little weird, eerie at times to drive downtown and see no cars, no nothing but smoke. And it just, you know, it's like some of those horror movies where the end of the, the end of the world kind of thing where there's nobody nothing not a movement uh, not about the only the only uh 
thing you could hear was a crow. Uh, they didn't seem to go away. All the other birds are gone, but uh, the crows are still here. <laughs> Very, very strange. Uh, and and how how did it work as far as with with the uh, firefighters and with the emergency personnel there? Uh, how did it even work logistically with housing people and feeding people while the order was in place or oh. while it's still in place? Well, they basically the RCMP pretty much took over most of the hotels. Uh, some of them were camped up up at they actually took over the airport uh, terminal as well, and uh, they were camped in there. The fire crews themselves were were in tents. Uh, they had a, they had set up cook shacks and whatnot up at the up at the airport as well. Uh, the army are all stationed in the arena. They've, they're all camped inside our arena. The machinery's all outside, of course, but they're they're using the inside for rather than put up tents. So they're spread all over the place. Uh, right down below me here in the stampede grounds, we have all the volunteer fire departments from many, many communities that have come to assist. So we've got a, a quite a parking lot full of, of uh, fire trucks and whatnot in the Stampede Ground. So it, they're just wherever we could find room for them. Uh, we were lucky that we were able to get some catering people available and, and stayed here and to feed them. But uh, it's it's all worked out. Uh, everybody's Everybody's been fed anyway and kept in good shape. It, it, the weather's been great, so the ones tenting haven't been haven't been uh, you know getting cold or anything because we've had some warm weather. And you mentioned last week as well that in some of the the places outside of the city, there had been structures that had been lost. Do, do you have any better idea as far as damages or what has been lost to the fire? Well, the last I heard, there was 90, 98 or 99 structures lost. Uh, uh, the, the list that I saw, there was only 30-some-odd homes, uh, and the rest were out outbuildings, the garages, and things like that. But uh, I don't think they have a full assessment on it because there's some areas they haven't been able to get into. I know there's ranchers that lost that lost all their outbuildings, uh, the young lady that worked for RMLA, she said that they hurt their ranchers and they lost most of their outbuildings. They were able to save their house, but uh, but they also lost all their hay that they had already put up that would have fed the cattle over the winter. Mm. They don't know, of course, uh, whether they've lost any cattle because they haven't been able to get back in to, to see. So, yeah, there's there's horrendous losses. Uh, and even, like you said, if the assessments haven't been done, but even if that's a conservative number, 30 homes, uh, that's a lot of people that have lost a lot. Yes, yes, most definitely. Uh, what else do you have to do at this point to prepare uh, the city uh, to get it ready for people to come home? Well, uh, make sure the highway's safe, make sure the, the fire is safe, but because of the fires around us, and, and we're only looking at the city, there's the regional district as well, but that have evacuated all around us as well, and, and we have to have an orderly return. Uh, and there's not much sense in us lifting ours if they can't lift it in, in the areas right around us. You've got to re- realize that in a small community like this, many of our, many of our people that work in town, um, in the sawmills, in the grocery stores, and everywhere else, don't live necessarily in the city boundaries. And if they're all evacuated, they're not going to be able to get any employees to open those businesses anyway. So we have to work in conjunction with the regional district to make sure we have we have the ability uh, when we when we lift the evacuation to have those services available to everybody.
And, and will it be a bit of a staggered uh, approach to bringing people back? Or as I, I know people that were living, say, in retirement homes or, or, or such, they left sooner. They left earlier than than people who might have stayed till the very to the very last moment to leave. Will that be staggered in bringing people back? I would think so. And of course, Interior Health will be part of that decision when they bring those people home because the, the air quality is the, the big issue there. But if if we lift it this week, it'll only be the evacuation order that's lifted. We will still be under alert because of the fires all around us. So yes, I would think some of those people that, that are homed, if we're in homes and in that, the care facilities wouldn't be coming home uh, at the same time. Also, there was two or 300 people that were bust out that didn't have their own transportation we would look at bringing them back at a different time because we don't want to end up if it you know i mean who knows we're we're in this situation probably till september at least or till we get get a lot of rain so we don't want to bring those people back and then have to turn around and give out another evacuation notice so we got to be very sure and, and i know it's got to be frustrating for those people that are away and don't realize what the situation is like uh, living in tents or living on cots in a gym that it's got to be very very frustrating but it's uh, we just can't take the chance on having them come home and then uh, have to turn around and give another evacuation notice because they they the second time around they probably wouldn't leave and that would not be good no, exactly. Uh, and uh, Mayor Cobb, one other question. Uh, we've seen many stories of these uh, fires and the situation really bringing out the best in people, which uh, has been great. Have there been any problems, though, as far as looting or anything, uh, any issues in that sense uh, since the evacuation order? There was a little bit at first, and I don't know that it was actually looting. There was a couple of breaking and enters and whatnot, and, and you know, it's, was that just... Those things happen, uh, you know, on a fairly regular basis anyway, so we don't really know whether that was because of the evacuation and, or is, whether it was, it was just one of those things because there was no, after the actual evacuation right in the city limits, we've had very little incidents. We, well, we had 500 RCMP around here patrolling every entryway and, and whatnot, and there was so few people left that uh, I think all in all there was only 90 people that, actually refused to go and uh, with that few of people and knowing that those people were homeowners they're not going to be the ones that are looting other people's homes anyway it's it's uh, the other element that's out there that uh, while one of the guys that they caught wandering around he's actually from Quebec so it doesn't take long for the scum to show up when they know there's people in in emergency situations Hmm, that is uh, unfortunate. Uh, Mayor Cobb, uh, thank you so much. Uh, I hope that the order is lifted soon and people will be able to return home. But uh, in the meantime, thank you so much for joining us again. I appreciate it. You're welcome and thank you. All right. That is uh, Mayor Walt Cobb. He is the mayor of Williams Lake, bringing us the very latest from that community. We are going to take a short break a bit later on in the program. We will get another update on the wildfire situation and what's happening throughout the province. But when we come back after a short break, imagine seeing an intruder on your property and having to lock yourself in a bathroom for safety. Well, that's what this one Surrey resident did. We're going to hear from her when we return. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.